1: Hello everybody, Uh, I am Shani and I am your Game Master for this Warhammer 40k Wrath and Glory uh, campaign. Uh, Joining me today, uh,
2: visible from the surface of Mars, is Jack. (laughs) Hey everybody, I'm Jack and I'm playing Aristarchus Dactyl. He's a member of the Auto Mechanicus and very happy to be here. Mm. Uh,
1: uh, Visible from the surface of Krakoa, it's Jeremy.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Does that mean like I'm in the ocean or am I in, on Krakoa or like, no, 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 uh, I really to find uh, I'm gonna, on the Marauder gonna... ship. I'm on the fucking marauder ship because you can see me from the surface. That's true. Um <laughs> hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh uh Remy Mara, um uh, 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 guy who can get you what you need. But
0: can it get you what
2: and you need? And honestly would function better on Crico than he does on <laughs> so much planet. better.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh
1: visible from the front door of the library, we have Mara.
4: Oh, I'm not there anymore. <laughs>
3: No, but you're not there. You're visible from the front
0: door. Mm. I didn't say how. That's fair.
4: Okay. Uh, Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Tina, orc pilot. Uh,
1: Visible from through that door that's right next to me, if it was open. Holly.
4: Um, Hi, I'm Holly. Uh, I'm playing Blair Hart, uh, Ganger Scout.
1: Uh, I have to try and find two more of these.
0: <laughs> one really easy setup.
1: Uh, invisible, except on by visibility Day, Sen.
0: Well, I guess there I'm you go. The good that. one. That's, that's, that's a pretty real good. good one. Yeah, that's a really... uh, I've <laughs> Sen, I'm playing uh, Saras Artinos and uh, Black Lives Matter, Trans Rights or Human Rights, and this stream is powered by Sirenscape.
2: Ceres is a psyker.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Sarah, what Ceres is is largely unimportant until I deem it to be important.
2: She's an uh, not a good boy. enough reason to use the word deem. Hmm? Uh yeah. d- perfectly good
0: uh, no reason to use the word deem. <laughs> it's appropriate.
1: And and visible from the surface of wherever is higher
5: ground than you, Julia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. I
5: like that. Uh, hi, I'm Julia and I'm playing Loro Elfire, the Eldari
2: Corsair. Saying you're grounded for not doing bits.
5: <laughs> See,
0: the the one that you missed was uh visible from live on the internet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh but
1: when last we left off. Um, the party had done a bit of investigation, um, with the permission of, uh, Lord Malton Tandris. They were able to, uh, inspect the former room of Jenea Tandris and gather a bit of potential information about where she might have gone when she left the noble family, or rather was exiled from the noble family, um... Gathering as much intel as they could from the site, they then decided to, uh, gather a bit more on the way down, uh, with the, uh, the inquisitorial agent of the party, um, heading to the headquarters of the Steel Watch, the, uh, law enforcement of the planet, uh, to specifically speak with the Adeptus arbites agent in charge of operations in this hive city. Uh...
3: Oh, oh the... yeah, we should roll our objectives.
1: Yes,
6: you I was roll just
3: rolling and letting 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 Shani finish. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was
1: I was going to ask you to roll objectives after I was done with the recap, but yes. Yeah. Um the uh after which gathering information, the group decided to split ways to find places to rest for the evening. Um with uh, Tina and Remy heading back to Remy's place uh Sarahs heading for the local convent of the sisterhood of the blazing howl uh, a group of adeptus sororitas stationed on this planet um with uh Blair heading to uh the uh the wastelanders. Hide- the, the wastelanders uh hideout to wastelanders fortress to Uh, spend time with her sisters in the Hostile Hearts. Um, And with um, with uh, Aristarchus making his way down to a walking tour of the various churches on the planet, finding his way to one that had miraculously survived the collapse of several layers of the Underhive in which he found a reliquary containing a relic shotgun that had been kept in this place that now seems to have been abandoned. Well, we'll pick up with the person who we don't know where they've been because the player was absent last time. Loruel. Where would Loruel have gone after having been told to find somewhere else away from Ceres because Ceres was heading to a place that would be absolutely unwelcoming to a Zenos.
5: Hmm, that's a really tough question. Um, Hmm. Well, I don't think she would have stuck around um, House Tandris. She's been told to, you know, she's a free agent. She's allowed to come and go. Um I th- it's going to be very hard for her to sing like single-handedly do anything just because of uh xenophobia but hard but not impossible Especially
1: because Eldar do look more like humans than any other Xeno species, really.
5: Sure. Um,
0: it's just the armor that gives you away, really.
1: It's the armor, and it, depending on the Eldar, your eyes can have unnatural colors. And the Ranging ears. from, you know, the ears as well, but those can be sort of hidden. The big, the big thing about the Eldar is, aside from having a slightly elongated facial structure... Their eyes can be a variety of colors that human eyes normally cannot, including pitch black, like just completely inky black void.
5: Her, her eyes are icy blue.
3: You just spock the ears and it's fine. Um,
5: I think she still wants to look for more leads on Jenea. Um, so I think she's probably going to delve into some levels of the Underhive and start, um, like, lower than we've been going. Mm. To see if she can't just start sussing out if anybody has seen the two of them.
1: All right. How are you approaching this? Are you just sort of trying to listen in on conversations? Are you interrupting people to speak to them directly? Are you intimidating? Are you investigating?
5: Um, I think she's going to start start out by doing some... Uh, Eavesdropping in like a couple bars, and then if that's not really anything, hit really hard investigation. Alright.
1: Roll me an alertness test. Your DN's gonna be three to see if you can overhear anything that might be relevant. Awareness?
5: Yes. Yep. No. no. Oh, kind of complication
0: in <laughs> another Roman. Would you like to spend a
5: wrath to re-roll two of those dice? Actually, I think I would. Start with two.
1: Hey. Yeah. hey. That'll get you enough.
0: What's our ruin uh, count right um, now? Seven now. Good. I, don't want to spend, I want to change our glory.
5: You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> so, um...
1: All right. This is this is a functional complication. Uh, so you're sort of idling in one of the shadowed corners of a bar uh, when there is a drunken voice that begins to get very loud and you can't help but overhear the contents of what they're sort of slurriedly saying. And then that chained up bitch stared me down like she was something in bolts Was about ready to smack her in a place when that spiked up idiot got in the way. I swear if I'd had my shotgun on him he sort of derails off into grumbling but just from the bit of conversation that you're able to overhear from the things you're listening to this seems to be the description of the people he's tirating about matches Jenea Tandris and um Tycho Morderic. uh which implies that he's seen them at least in recent memory, if he's that drunk, and still is going on about them.
5: So I think at this point, Laura would, uh... take a deep breath and then stand up and approach said gentleman.
1: And, uh, as you as you approach the... The, the individual sort of looks up. There's, he's, he's burly, but he's not by any means impressively armed or armored. It looks like there might be like a stub pistol on his belt and maybe a club that he could swing around. Um He's not wearing much in the way of armor, like some old bike leathers and stuff like that. Uh Completely bald with an Aquila tattoo on his forehead um uh and then there are two or three uh other individuals that are just sort of in similar states of inebriation uh in conversation with him and as you approach he looks up yeah what's this nice mutant got doing over here what do you want mutie
5: as much as i appreciate the uh very very nice compliments we can do this the easy way or the hard way I would like to go the easy way but the hard way is more fun so she will set down a bag of 20 crowns Mm. the chained woman you mentioned and the sparking man Exactly where did you see these individuals?
3: Roll me
1: a... Hmm, what kind of test do I want to make this? Because you're trying to persuade them with money. A
0: wealth roll?
1: you're trying to get something out of them, you're not trying to convince them of anything, you're trying to get them to listen and pay attention, roll me a leadership test. And if you want, you can expend that one of your wealth to add an extra, to add an automatic icon to this. Okay. Your DN is going to be three.
5: Okay. Yeah. So I have to reduce my uh, wealth by one? Yeah. Cool. I am officially broke. <laughs> uh so, the rest it doesn't rest. mean you're broke, it just means you
1: don't have enough wealth to make influence on a on a role that cares about money.
5: That's fair. So, I then put, uh, um, none of my money is mine, that's why I don't have any wealth.
1: one bonus die. Uh, no, you, just get, you just get an automatic icon on this,
0: okay? So, what automatic so if this? you spend
1: that one wealth, you have one, you have at least one icon on this role.
0: Uh... So right now that's you yeah, have
1: two. Roll. If you if you spend your second wrath, then you will get a third one if you if you, if you if you can manage the roll. You only need one more.
5: Yeah, let's let's go for it. And you get it.
1: Oh, by the way, what's everybody's objectives?
5: Um since I'm in the spotlight at this moment, uh employ knowledge you learned from an earlier path of your life to the current circumstances. Uh
0: Gauge the approximate interrogative breaking point for an
2: individual. Reminisce about a forge world you have visited and compare it to your current location.
4: Solve a problem with the brutality of the orc god, Gork.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) Use
3: gang slang. Mm -hmm.
4: Decay the violence and villainy of authority.
3: All right. Suit.
1: with with four successes total with the extra wealth spent um but a complication another complication I might add
5: uh, let's see
1: do you have an idea of what you might want to do with this complication
5: yeah yes, um. But it's gonna... My guess is he's too drunk. Like, he could remember the floor. But definitely not where he was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, uh, you
1: slide this stack of thrones over. Um, and he looks at it for a second.
7: Hmm.
1: You alright, Mutie? Got proper respect, he says. And then he sort of reaches a ham arm over and sweeps the stack of thrones in. <sighs> I saw them
6: not two days ago. Down near the sewer junction where old him uh, was it? Chosen types like to hang out, make their big
1: sermons to the muties down there about salvation by fire.
6: <sighs> Heard he was
1: skulking about doing causing trouble. We ran into them both. If I'd had my shotgun, I might have taken one of their heads off.
5: I'm sure you would have.
3: Unless you got other business, Graham.
5: Um, she would just sort of clench her fists.
3: Those true Imperials
6: want to drink in peace.
5: When I learned the path in the negotiator, I learned when to walk away. So, by the way, just as an aside, and she will lean in real close and just put a hand on the table and get about two two to four inches away from his face. Listen to me, Monkai. The next time you insult me to my face, I will make sure there's not a breath left in your body. Roll me intimidation. Oh boy. How do I have a zero in intimidation? That's fine. It's willpower based. It's only diff two. I'm going to spend a wrath
1: to reroll that. Oh no, you got it. You got it. Okay. You're you're out, you're out of wrath unless actually okay. no you you have you have done your thing so you do have a third wrath. You Man. have you have invoked the knowledge of your past so you do have a third wrath, but you you and, have uh,
7: enough. Hold on to it.
1: Now we're uh, good. Yeah, it's, they uh <laughs> sort of he sort of leans back as you get very intense and sort of has at least enough self-preservation instinct to recognize your armor and weapons, and shuts his mouth.
5: She'll just sort of let the electricity crackle on her hands, and then stand back up to her full height. A pleasure doing business with you. And she will look to to his uh, drinking companions... I think it's best you get this young man home.
1: And there's there's like a the more sober of the of the group sort of nods and you can see you can see the atavistic fear of the psyker that has been trained into the majority of the imperial populace over the years at the lightning dancing across your hand. Uh and they they're they're starting to piece together that you're more than just a mutant. Even if none of them have the kind of education to recognize what an Eldar is.
7: Good,
5: good. Uh <sighs> so she will just calmly walk back over and sit down and say nothing for a minute. and at least until they leave.
1: And eventually they uh they haul their trunk ass friend away. Uh, and you are left alone with that information.
5: I don't think Lorel actually has a way to contact any of the rest of the group, does she?
1: Possibly not. No, uh she- yes. Oh no, you actually you that's correct, you do all have vox beads at this point. Okay. Because yeah, we got Aristarchus them. was able to procure those for you.
4: Oh, yeah. We'll totally not abuse this information.
3: And vo-
1: vox beads are easy to hide by the way. They're literally calm beads. They, they either go in your ear, on your throat and they're easy enough to work with.
5: Laura will, will switch her frequency to Aristarchus. I have a bit of a small update.
2: Yes, uh, uh,
5: Ms. Laurel. Mm. Apologies. I have a bit of a small update about our uh, newest quarry.
2: Oh, very good.
5: So, a rather drunk idiot um, informed me that his last sightings of a chained up bitch. And a sparking man who are down near the sewer junction near a rather unfortunate locale. Uh, the uh the sermon spots of the chosen.
2: Chosen are those uh muscly lads what take a bit of a uh, zealotry religious bent for their veneration of the Emperor himself, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Dark and Spikey shot one of those lads last we were down there. All right. Yes, but Garrison also
5: didn't walk away completely unscathed. No. As I will. Barely walked away at all. <laughs> I will always remind him when I'm around. That being said. It's not the best news I could find, but it's something that gives us a direction to go to. Oh, well,
2: we've got that, and we've got whatever church they uh, met at from them frequencies that we collected. So those just a couple of data points that maybe uh, Madame Martinos would be able to prioritize for us.
5: Excellent. Um, I hope all's going well on your side.
2: Everything is very normal up here. That's fine. We're doing great. How are you? Hmm?
5: Good. Good is how I would
2: say. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, I'm going to continue digging. Stay safe. Don't get into anything too dicey. Call if you need anything. Will do. Roll me an alertness test
1: when you leave the bar, Loroel. Nice. Uh, so as you're walking out, you hear a strong voice. Uh, feminine, but sturdy, and with a brogue that you're not familiar with from this planet. Uh, it's definitely not an accent that this planet has in spades. Um and it comes from a couple blocks down the way and it it has the telltale timbre of someone who is used to authority and likely has at least a good gaze on everything around them um and it's uh, the the voice you hear i fucking told you the, the the going rate for this for this amount of scrap is no more than at the very at the very best i can get you is a, is a dozen spanners you're not going to get more it, you're not and they're going to be the best quality you can find but that's about the best that i can do you for this quality of material and if you want more i'm going to need more if you need if you need the materials to fix the kind of vehicles you're looking for i'm going to need more material on my end
5: huh. yeah she's definitely going to those years are going to perk up at that and going to start walking that way at least to see if she can get a, a bead on this person. And, uh... It doesn't take long to find the
1: conversation is not quiet. Um... And you find, uh, what looks to be a, uh... An underhive junk dealer. Someone who gathers various scrap from fallen pieces in the underhive and tries to resell it. Having a conversation with... A particularly squat individual who is... Maybe four and a half feet at the most maybe maybe even just four feet tall um uh dressed in uh at the least from the back you can see a long uh for them like uh tan uh duster that reaches down to about their feet um you can see a shock of bright orange hair that is pulled back into a ponytail uh,
7: and course. a pair of
1: goggles resting resting on their on their forehead. Um, the un, just under the collar of the of the of the of the duster, you can see what looks to be highly advanced um, spacefaring armor. Um, and they are standing next to what appears to be a hover trike. Uh, it, it's it looks to be a hover vehicle, sort of like the jet bikes that that the Eldar use, but it is sort of this like wide plane, three platforms. Uh, surface that is decked with crates and piles of cargo, and has what appears to be a like a large heavy bore gun on the front. Um, and it is currently just sort of hovering a few inches off the ground as she is having conversation with this with this uh, this junk dealer.
5: So, just from the bits of conversation I am picking up, and like. From what I can see of facial expressions... It's gotten heated. Does it look like it might get to blows? Or... So it
1: looks like... So from what you can judge... The... uh, The... The human is... Aggressive in his assertion of what his... Of what his goods are worth. Um, And every time it looks like... There might be a threat of violence... You can see the squat individual just sort of adjusts the duster back, and you can see a highly advanced pattern of bolt pistol on their waist. Like, something more artisan-like than you've ever seen in Imperial Worlds. It looks like a bolt pistol. You've seen them before. They're big, they're square, they're stocky. But it has this, like, intricate engraving along the side of it that looks almost like uh, knotted lattice work. Uh, and like you can see, a bearded face on the side of the on the side of the magazine catch.
7: Mm.
5: Yeah, she's gonna get a little closer. Uh, and eventually, it
1: seems like the 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 junkmonger settles on a on a price for his goods that he is satisfied with. And the squat individual. Alright, (laughs) alright. Space dock's probably not going to be ideal for this kind of movement. Uh, Tell you what, uh, meet me outside the Wastelander's Fortress tomorrow. That's the only place you can see the sun, so meet me at sunrise. Uh, and, uh, I'll have your spanners for you, and I'll have the uh platforms we can load your scrap on that i might be uh ready to take uh, off world i've got plenty more business to do around here though so uh if you need anything else you can always reach back out to me while i'm here i won't be leaving the planet myself but my compatriots will be taking the materials off And you sort of, they, they shake hands, finally. Uh, and having realized you were there, but not wanting to finish up their business yet, the squat individual turns. And you can see this sort of like square jawed, but still markedly feminine face with these sort of bright green eyes uh, looks up at you from. And as you see the front of it, you can see the duster is open. And yeah, it's an advanced set of highly uh, intricate looking body armor that has a, like, a flashlight in the, in, like, around the collar of the, of the chest, and a series of intricate, like, uh, a similar, like, those lattice knot works uh, worked into the metal. Uh, the main body of it appears to be sort of bright green um, where there's sort of a dark brown leather underneath in the interlocking sections between the plates.
5: So, Laura Elwell. will give this individual a look up and down, which, not that long for her. I couldn't help but overhearing the, uh, business transaction.
7: Oh,
1: and, uh, what brings, uh, a lone wandering, Eldar like you, to the underhive of a human planet.
5: Looking for answers and looking for an individual. Well, a pair of individuals. Huh. And you
1: come and you come looking for the lone kin that you can find.
5: As it seems.
1: Well, I might have some form of information, but you're going to have to give me more to go on than that.
5: The two individuals I'm looking for are... one male, one female. A... the most prominent feature, the, the woman is in chains. The... male... It, he, he was obvious psyker right or... no the
1: woman is the psyker okay. the male is just a
5: soldier wearing spiky armor a soldier wearing spiky armor the woman has obvious signs of being the psyker both human as far as I'm aware <sighs>
1: Well, suppose I might have seen at least a little bit of, uh, or might have heard tell of some information regarding activities of folks that might match that description. Uh, What's it worth to you?
5: You don't seem like an individual who deals in coin. Ah, got that one, did you? So what is it? She will just sort of pace around this individual. Stories? Returned information? Uh, Perhaps trinkets from... long memories? What's your flavor of collection?
1: Well, I'm out here on business, and... uh... While I suspect you're probably not going to be able to bring in the kind of raw materials that will be uh, worthwhile for a business deal, I think uh, you might be able to uh, fulfill some of my hobby interests. So aye, uh, we can trade stories and knowledge and information. If you can
6: satisfy
1: my appetite for uh, good tale and good drink and better company, I might be able to... Share a bit of information with you, but down to we'll
6: get to down we'll get down to the brass tacks of business in a moment. Uh, what's your name?
1: Ima
5: Huri. Pleasure to meet you. She'll think for a moment, and then reach out a hand to offer to shake.
1: And she'll reach out and take it. So a pair of a pair of
6: Xenos wandering around the underhive of a human of a human hive world.
1: What brings you here? How'd you come how'd you come to this place?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: There's her name in the World 20
5: chat. That is a, uh, centuries-long story. That uh, sounds like a good enough trade. Mm. I'm around there Uh, Afterworld Eldari. And one of the, uh, unfortunate, uh, I would say unfortunate things about our people is that uh, we're shoved onto different paths in our lives. At both my parents had very high hopes for me with my uh, capabilities. I'm roughly eleven hundred years old, so. You don't, you don't look a day over a hundred and twenty she'll give a uh, just the slightest bit of a crooked smile flattery will get you everything I'm just saying but uh my parents wanted me to only become a warlock Uh, and as a young man, I did not feel that suited me. But I played nice. I followed everything my mother and father wanted for several centuries. uh, Eventually, there was a breaking point. And... uh, I didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to be a warlock for the craft world. I didn't want to follow in my parents' footsteps. I... Quite frankly, I just wanted off of the fucking rock. Ship.
1: Sorry. Can't say that. I can't say I'm quite familiar with that one. But, to be fair, your family units are sort of different than ours?
5: Very. Uh, I'm... she sort of squint at her. I don't know what you know of Bealtan. But, uh... That's, that's one I of came. the
1: one of the craft worlds. I'm not too familiar with their individualities. I know a little bit, but our dealings with the Eldar tend to be superficial.
5: What exactly are your dealings with the Eldar?
1: Oh, well, I come from the Kindred, of the doomed, uh, of the Yorani Serta Regulates of the Leagues of Otan. Uh, so we do business with them mostly in, uh, trading, uh, we tend to trade, uh, weapons and armaments uh, in exchange for, uh, experience and knowledge regarding nearby warp activities and sightings of demons, because, well, the rest of my kindred has a a fondness for killing Warp Spawn.
5: I can't say our hobbies are too different, then. she just sort of gesture to the scars on her cheek and her knocked ear. Well... One day I left I started having visions and I knew I wasn't right for the warlock path I wanted no no I can say it now I needed to become a Farseer I needed to see the visions of the Warp So I left, trying to find whatever sort of training I could, and I came upon a gaggle of broken and quite frankly downtrodden individuals known as a... known as a coterie. The Broken Wings. Spent a couple centuries with them, sort of hijacking whatever floating spaceships we could, and uh, killing any survivors. Had a bit of a falling out. Came back, killed a couple members, uh, simply out of spite. Had a small tryst with the leader fantastic lover but unfortunately the man didn't have a head on his shoulders mm. by the time I was done ain't so that typical family.
1: nothing on the shoulders but the one between the legs
5: mm. correct I think
0: they just admitted to beheading somebody and in a conversation and it wasn't picked
5: up mm. <laughs> So, my days with the Coterie uh, didn't last much longer after that. I don't believe, I don't even know if the Broken Wings are still Coterie. I came to this Hive World in search of something. I don't know what, but one of the visions I had was being here.
3: So... Well,
1: it's quite the tale and I imagine it's not all of it either but I think you've earned a bit of information but it is getting late uh, there's business to be done in the morn and uh, I think you like me aren't too welcome in the random places where the humans can find places to stay so let's say I welcome you to a bit of Botan Hospitality for a bit and uh, you to spend the night with me and my crew and uh, we'll share some information and some stories and uh, you can be on your way in the morning. Deal. All right, hop on. She says as she walks up and hops onto the hover track. Does it look big enough for both of us? Oh, it's it's massive.
5: Okay. Cool, cool, cool.
1: It probably has room for at least two or three more people her size.
5: Cool. So she will climb on. And so the, uh, the
1: bike kicks off at a relatively high speed, but with an incredible precision. Uh, and as you drive off to meet with whoever the rest of emo's crew are, uh, meanwhile we will fade towards the morning as the individual groups are uh, gathering themselves after their evening's rest. You've all regained any wounds or shock and probably restocked on ammo except for those of you who are away from anything that was anything remotely called home uh
0: not able to and what would i would i potentially be able to uh fill out this uh magazine that i've got from the sisters that's
1: that's a that's a that's a special that's a special round
0: damn it worth a shot uh but uh Um, I would uh, sort of it, during morning like during the various morning rituals that I have uh, would like to try to get and that the sisters have would like to try to get a sense of where these this particular convent sits as far as uh, concerns regarding psychers, because um, because I, I know I know that majority of the sisters battle, are distrustful at best of psychers um, and outright hostile at average. Um, so I'm just I'm just trying to see gather some more like insight as to this particular group while I'm doing my morning stuff.
1: Uh roll me Uh roll me insight. Say hey It's not hard, sisters aren't really subtle. Two um this convent is unique uh in a lot of ways. Um their worship um largely seems to be devoted to uh there there are many states of the emperor in in, in its in in his telling throughout history of his place in uh in in the cosmos. There's tales of the emperor at the height of his glory, the Emperor the, the Emperor during the Crusade. Uh, there's the Emperor in service, who is the Emperor who is a skeleton on the Golden Throne. Um, there is the Emperor on Terra, uh which was his time before the Horus Heresy, uh when he retreated to Earth to complete some grand plan. Um there is the there is the Emperor ascendant when he conquered uh, Terra and Mars and brought them into the fold to establish the Imperium of Man for the first time and set out to conquer the galaxy. Um, This convent, more than any, is devoted to um, the Emperor that was known during... as, As the stories tell of him, the Emperor as he was during the final days of the heresy. The emperor who, also known as the emperor in grieving. Um, the, the emperor who was, as, as the myths tell, saddened by the betrayal of half of his sons uh, and in... and for the, for the love that he felt mankind could not bring himself to the final battle until the greatest of his sons the angel sanguinius was struck down and thus his godlike fury finally kindled struck down the arch traitor horus uh and eliminated him from reality the 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 final moments of the grieve of a grieving father a grieving god uh, and sort of focuses on the knowledge of treason. The fact the the, the cult the culture that you pick up is complicated because they their st- their stances are built on the idea that for one to be a traitor, one must first have been a brother or a sister. Okay. and so it is it is it is built on the uh it it is built on that precept of to deal with heresy you must first acknowledge that once they were kin uh and so it is it is a very somber um group of sisters and as far as their opinions on psychers uh they seem to be of the idea that It is a burden. It is a burden that psychers bear, and not all are willing, are ready, are ready to carry it. But those that carry it in the emperor's name are to be praised for the for the weight they carry on their shoulders. But must be ever vigilant, because even the strongest, such as the emperor, will falter at times. And so there must be ever watchful for the dangers that a psyker who stumbled under the weight of their burden bears.
0: So, with that information, I would seek out um, if there was one, a canoness, but if not, whoever would be the... It would be, would be the sister be the, superior of yes, this convent. Superior this convent. Um, and request an audience, basically. I had... I had I had come to the convent very openly as a member of the Inquisition so yes
1: so you are you are welcomed by the Sister Superior who is uh, known as Sister Superior Andraste okay. um, and uh, she uh, is dressed in the, the the armor of the Sisters of the blazing howl is gold or rather brass it's sort of an off gold um and their their vestments are crimson. Uh, sort of they, they seem to derive a lot of their colorization from Sanguinius. Okay. Um and the story of Sanguinius.
0: Which which tends uh, to also fall in line with the Malleus colors as well. Yeah. So um
1: uh and so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of blood red and like off gold. Mm. Um uh and so you as as you enter uh, she is pouring over uh, some holy scripture um, as you arrive. Ah, sister, tis good to greet a member of the Inquisition's agents.
0: How can I assist? Sister Superior Andraste, um, I would like to request assistance for the mission that I'm on here. Um, she'll approach and remove her hat and set it down. I'm currently hunting pray that is of interest to the order of malius and in that process i have discovered that this traitor that i hunt has taken into captivity a sister of mine and and she uh she will phrase say i might not have said the said, inf, done the inflection correctly but we'll do the inflection that military psychers do to refer to other psychers mm-hmm. which is a thing yeah. in the setting
1: yes there there is there is a way that a psyker talks when they are referring to another psyker yes
7: yeah.
1: um and yet she her eyebrow raises her, her eyebrow arches for a moment but she nods and you wish this sister of yours freed from her from her imprisonment
0: I seek to save her from a path that will spell her doom. There is only one destination for those who are taken by the Servants of Chaos in the manner that she has been, and used in the way that she has been, and I would not wish that on my direst of enemies. It is a heavy
1: burden that you seek to take up. The shouldering of another.
0: In resting here...
1: She does pose dangers to all.
0: Yes. In resting here, I have felt my mind at ease. The holy sacrament of the sisters here keeps the warp at bay. I would request that if I am able to take her into custody that I might bring her here to try to set her on the right path if possible this is a burden that
6: you would ask my sisters to take up it is one that I am willing to accept on the condition
1: that my sisters and I will be the judge of her character if we deem that she is unfit, and unable to be saved, she will be dealt with.
0: It would be a kindness.
1: We would give her the Emperor's mercy, as she would deserve, as one who has tried but fallen from his light.
0: I do not know if I'll be able to take her into custody, and if I if I am, when it will be, but if I have the blessing of the sisters... I will endeavor to bring her here as soon as I can.
1: You have the blessing of the Blazing Howl to bring your prisoner here. We will be ready at all times. Yeah, my thanks. Go in the Emperor's light.
0: Just nod, take the hat up, and the eye patch. Don them both. Give her a short bow, and head out to our meetings, whatever pre meeting spot we had determined previously. Meanwhile, is there anything anyone else needs
1: to accomplish in the morning before you all meet back up? Aristarchus
0: is good. Aristarchus needs to polish that shotgun one more time. Nope. doesn't
3: wreck anything in the house leaving.
4: I-
1: Careful. Tina I has just... to it getting, getting Tina out of your house is like is like trying to get a couch out of someone's front door. It's like it's pivot angled. pivot, pivot, turn,
2: one step, <laughs> pivot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it occurs to Remy that Aristarchus might be able to make a remote control that can just puppet the armor around. <laughs> oh
4: no. No.
3: I mean, based off everything that you've seen about Remy, do you think he's going to do you think that would be something he would ask for? No, not at all.
2: Yeah. But it, but whether it's occurred to him or not.
3: Fair. Mm. But yeah, no.
1: Alright. So the majority of you um, meet back up I don't know if you established a meeting point.
0: I feel like we had. We had because you like, yeah. Because we were wrong. Was, was it at the inter- the, was it at the church that
3: you were investigating? I think so. Possibly. I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. I think it was the coordinates of the church, but like off center. There yeah, was yes. very clearly stated, mm-hmm. we're not meeting at the church. We're meeting near the church. This Correct. spot, right. you know, kind of thing. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. three yeah. blocks away or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm just one of us sitting at the church like w- looking at a watch it's been 2 hours where the fuck are they
2: <laughs> waiting for you way over here uh, how big is this reliquary like can Aristarchus conceal it about his person or is it something he kind of has to just carry uh it's the size of a guitar case okay so aristarchus shows up with a fancy box over his shoulders. <laughs> he's rigged up some sort of strap to where he's sort of wearing it crosswise.
0: Is it the sort of thing that one might recognize as a reliquary?
2: I mean, it's very obviously a reliquary, yes.
1: It is It is. It is covered in holy seals uh, of both the Ecclesiarchy and the Mechanicus. Is, um,
0: is it something you might recognize as a reliquary of the Sisters of Battle?
1: Not necessarily of the Sisters of Battle. It is. It is definitely a holy reliquary. Um okay. it doesn't have any one particular order. Like the the order the order pronatus, the order of sisters that like oversees the guarding of relics, does that across the Imperium. And so their gotcha. design of reliquaries is sort of just standard.
0: Gotcha. So <laughs> upon arriving Oh okay. good. I
3: was just to say just one look at it like Yep, alright,
2: fine, whatever.
0: Uh, Aristarchus, you seem to have stumbled upon a holy relic.
2: Your skills of observation are keen as always, madam. Mm. What'd you find? Oh, well, you see... There's an order within the Adeptus Sororitas whose uh, job it is to manufacture, uh, I mean, uh, monitor the uh, locations and preservation of certain objects of uh, historical, military, and religious significance within the Imperium. He goes on a very long tangent uh, and eventually says, It's a gun! Mm.
5: Point of order, am I with, did I meet back up with
1: them? Uh, it's about now that a, uh, a Hovertrike, uh, painted sort of this, like, uh, deep, um, Ranger green sort of begins to, uh, putter its way, uh, up to the area, uh, with a squat individual in a duster with, with goggles pulled down at the helm, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Loroelle sort of standing on the back. Uh, Loroelle, you spent the night among about uh, about a half dozen uh, more of these individuals uh, of the members of the Kindred of the Doomed, um, uh, all of whom are the, the majority of them are relatively dour. It seem, it like like very, very like tight lipped, very like not like rude or aggressive, but just very few words with the single exception of Ema, um, who seems to do most of the talking for them. Uh, you learn that they are, they are a squad of hernkin, um, who are the pioneering individuals among the kindred, uh, which you are learning is the name of their species as far as anyone is concerned. They're called the kin. Um, Um, and, uh, they are the, they are the pioneers and merchants of their people who go out, wander the stars, find materials, bring them back to their league. Uh, uh, and their kindred which kindred being as far as you can gather a general term that can mean anything from a few dozen people to an entire like mass organization it's hard to it's hard to tell uh they use they use very like nuanced words they use words that have a lot of specific meaning based on the context um but uh from what you can gather they're sort of the merchant class of their of their people and their out here, gathering materials.
4: I've gotten bored uh, approximately two minutes into <laughs> Aristarchus's historical <laughs> recounting of, of the, whatever this fancy box is. Uh, and I'm going to point out they're all as you're coming up.
1: As this as this hovering trike uh, makes its way over.
4: Ooh, cool bike.
0: I see you found some companions, Laurel. <laughs> ah, she's just uh, offered
1: a bit of companionship for the evening last night, and I figured I'd uh, repay the fever by offering transport to where she needed to go.
0: At least you didn't have to deal with a walk of shame. There's,
1: there's just a raised what? eyebrow from the... From, completely from the flat face from Saris.
3: That was a very particular phrasing that you use.
0: Just completely flat understand. face from Ceres.
5: <laughs> Laura will we'll also just sort of raise an eyebrow and then look at Ema. Is, is this a... <laughs> And she will look back at the... Uh, her, her companions. Human <laughs> saying uh, From my understanding,
1: uh, they tend to read a lot more into situations than actually are there.
5: Good. She, she will step down from the bike. Uh, well, uh... You have my, uh... Frequency. Of course. Hopefully hopefully we will cross paths again.
1: Ah, it's wonderful, swapping tails. If you have any need of us, you know where to find
2: us? Well, you might. We wander. Aristarchus has just been ogling this vehicle the entire time that it's here. Like, in the... 45 seconds of conversation, he's already over, got both hands and a mechadendrite on it, and is, yeah, no, he's going nuts. Uh, the, The instant one of your mechadendrites, uh,
1: um, like, begins to graze over the surface of this vehicle, there's a and a bolt pistol, very ornate, very, very specialized, is pointed in
2: your direction. Please don't. Apologies. no snake the mechadendrite back in under his his, uh, his robes.
5: You will have to uh, give pardon to Aristarchus. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: love... the fancy tech boys think, think all
2: technology in the galaxy is theirs. This is a lovely piece of work.
5: Is
3: just very enthusiastic. Hey,
1: that's my bike, and I thank you very much not to try and take it
2: apart. Was it? Oh, I didn't realize that was an option on the table. It's not. <laughs> we seem to be operating very... from the same guidebook. Mm. It very
3: specifically <clears throat> just said, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tina.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're having flashbacks to Wurzod's uh, rambling.
4: Okay. They said yep.
1: something about a squad individual.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
4: sure uh, do. hang on, let me find my notes on that because I was not—I did not have my notes with me. Um, were you? Wait, are you from the center of the big spiral? Uh,
1: the 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 this individual sort of looks up at Tina. Like, there's been a wary look at Tina the entire time, but Tina hasn't looked to be aggressive yet, and so they're just sort of I uh you could see you could say that.
4: Okay. Uh I don't remember what, what what that was connected to at all. My notes are just stream of consciousness. <laughs> it's very
1: <laughs> To be fair, that's accurate to Warzone's That is uh, very accurate. Vision.
4: Uh do you, do you know anything like uh spiky guys in reverse sort of thing happening like
1: that uh, uh, actually I was just telling your friend uh, what I what I knew about the locations of a couple of folk that you've been uh, hunting down um I can tell you the same story I told them please uh well as i can tell uh, and uh, greetings to all of you my name is ima huti uh of the kindred
0: of the doomed tina uh, i'll i'll just gesture with the ba- with the road trader banner saras
2: <clears throat> yeah another trader pleasure to meet you Aristarchus Doctal. doctor please to make your acquaintance
6: <laughs> blairheart
2: <clears throat> hi
3: amazing
4: he's my he's my friend ah
1: you seem like a unique lot not the kind of thing you typically see on an imperial high world strange times as i was as i was saying um the uh while i've while i've been on this planet trading for raw materials the uh Plasteel of these fallen apart hive cities is uh, highly useful. Ceramite to be found in abundance. Uh, useful materials that can be uh, traded back, u- made use of by my kindreds who are more than willing to provide some equipment and tools in exchange for raw material. Uh, there's been constant rumbling uh, going around of uh, folk uh what stand out from the rest of other company on uh, virtue of spikes uh making their presence known in certain regions of the underhide and some of the folk I've been trading with have asked for specialty arms and ammunitions to help protect them from things that might get a little bit more dangerous uh-huh. caught the eye of uh myself and my crew because well uh my folk uh tend to have a bit of a penchant for uh, taking out things that are of the spiky variety, if you get my drift. Um, uh, And uh, did a little bit of digging and a little bit of investigating and uh, shot down uh, a couple of uh, these random uh, cultists wandering around. Uh, Found out uh, they've been gathering stockpiles of uh, materials and weapons from uh, all over the Hive City and found out where that was, uh, apparently deep in the territory of some other gang that they're uh, encroaching on not that anyone knows about it because apparently they keep their their, this other gang keeps their grudges well hidden Uh, but uh, figured while we're on the planet might want to liberate some of those supplies from them figure we could use it better than they can. A grudge?
2: You lot... I guess... Tina, a grudge is when you get angry at somebody and you stay angry at them for a very long time and then sometimes you do something to pay them back because you're angry at them.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know that. But
0: thinking you mentioned that you provide specialty weapons to deal with enemies of a spikier variety I.
1: Right. we've got a few tools that are quite good for handing out death to uh, followers of dark powers and uh, especially good at punching through the uh,
6: The guises are those who shouldn't exist, should I say.
0: Well, it just so happens that we are sort of angled towards those types of enemies ourselves. Uh, perhaps some arrangement could be done for trade for skilled labor or tasks performed. Uh. I
1: suppose there's an amount of trading that could be done regarding that. Hmm. Tell you what, you've got ties to one of them rogue trader families, the uh, big folk that uh, do all the trading for the Imperium. Absolutely. I think there's some work to be done there. Uh, We'll have to talk more about it. Uh, if you don't mind my uh, sticking around for a bit.
0: Certainly. Hmm.
1: You lot seem a bit less suspicious to someone of my size than you typically find. You normally have to do some negotiating and show them the quality of the goods before they're willing to talk.
0: Well, uh, in the line of work that I find myself in, uh, one tends to have to interact with all sl- all manner of Different beings, so Or we're just better at hiding it till we get what we need.
3: One Bad of the two. Enough.
1: I mean could always be both.
3: Could be both of the two.
0: You're not wrong. <clears throat> um I zoned out slightly in the middle of the explanation that happened there. Um was was there a location attached to any of that information? Uh
1: from what she was saying, um there's uh, they know where they keep uh most of their stockpile. Oh. And it's somewhere in the territory of another gang, uh specifically one that keeps their grudges hidden, as she said. Uh which to you uh Which we had theorized is, that already, Ick. Yeah, which you had which you had theorized. Um uh but it, it seems that seems to confirm that not only are they um operating in Mortis Veritas territory, it also confirms that as far as as far as Ema knows, they're not friendly with Mortis Veritas.
0: Yeah. So they're keeping the supplies in Mortis Veritas territory. A potential ally there. Unless something else is is there, uh, looking at Remy and uh, Blair, is there any reason why Modus Veritas would see us as an enemy? Other than standard? I uh, mean...
6: Is there any reason?
1: I mean, there is always the fact that... Um, mortis veritas are basically ghosts they don't really like they, they don't really show themselves around they're very like black operations keep things hidden don't make noise everything you do is quiet nobody goes in or out of their territory it's hard to say it's hard to read how mortis veritas would react to anyone interacting with them let alone someone trying to make friends with them
3: they've so the problem with them is they have become successful in part because you can't find them so when somebody's looking to find them even if they want to even if they're finding them because we want to be friends and we want to do business with you actually probably especially if you're saying that they're going to be suspicious and it will actually probably make it harder. Mm
2: -hmm. Is there a possibility that we could get them to accidentally find us rather than the other way around? Hmm. I mean, it's not
3: impossible. Um, We just need to set it up right. But they're also still going to be exceptionally careful. I'm not saying that we shouldn't seek them out. I'm just saying... You're asking if they would have reasons to look us as an enemy, and yes, because we're not them.
0: Yes, more, more. I was wondering if there was anything more specific than that, but doubly so
3: compared to like the Wastelanders or yes. or just, uh, the Chosen or whatever.
0: My my thinking then is that either our options, if we want to deal with their supply lines, which we do want to deal with, because that's how they keep. To assaulting locations uh, either we'd have to sneak into the territory ourselves which I don't think we're capable of doing I say gesturing towards no. Tina uh, or we form an alliance with the people whose territory they are invading or we just go in guns blazing which seems like a bad idea
4: very bad idea. Don't do that one. Aww. Tina, if it's... you die, you can't fight anymore. I know.
0: But if you die, that means you fought the best fight. <sighs> Not helping Sarris.
3: Um... That wasn't
0: Ceris. That was John. No, fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough. Um...
3: Would I potentially have a line of contact to anyone? That's going
1: to be a tough one. Um, roll me. Like, I don't know a... if the scrounging thing will help. Yeah, roll me a cunning test, and you can use your scrounger ability to add the the double rank dice to it.
0: Okay. Or extra bonus. Which tests. Is an extra four two, dice, so so
1: dice add four, for you. Add yep. four dice.
3: Yeah. Damn. Just straight cunning. Yeah, all right. Because cutting is a skill, not a. Not well, a I tell sh- you, Well done. All right. Wow! <laughs> oh, holy! Yeah, cutting is one yeah. of my better fucking. <laughs> The abilities. this is watching. what Remy 11. does Remy makes connections to people to do shady shit
0: 11 successes beautiful. 5 of which were exalted icons
5: beautiful <laughs> absolutely just fucking impressive oh
3: yeah no Knox is my best friend you know so your DN was 5 which okay. is normally difficult
2: um Which means you can shift three. You
1: have you you have three shifts you can take. (laughs) Beautiful.
2: Look, I know his. I know his phone number. I know his ex girlfriend. I know his. (laughs) I mean, I
3: realize that this. I am his ex girlfriend. Fucking ass. (laughs) But is there a chance that I have some sort of, at, at least tenuous like. Contact uh, point of contact with Knox, where I could just contact them directly. I would, them spe- I would I say if you want to spend fucking many, if,
1: I would say if you want to spend two of those shifts for improving quality, then okay. you can have a potential line, if not directly to Knox, at least to somebody who has a direct line to Knox.
0: Okay, the, I will. Yes, yeah. again, absolutely. Again, I really feel like the line should be. Yeah, no, I've got his cell phone number. He left it under my pillow one night, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you got one shift left.
0: Uh,
3: yeah I still don't remember what all, what, what all the things you can do with this uh, You can gain information I'm In which looking, case you can, yeah. You,
1: yeah, you can ask me a question Related to it You can further improve the quality You, can, uh, you can't you can really improve speed Because this is recalling information right? Or you can shift it for a glory
3: You know what I will just shift it for a glory In this case I feel like I got Everything I needed to Out uh, of my 11 fucking successes
1: Alright we got a glory in the pool
0: One glory Hell
1: yeah Oh, right. One day I'll be a player in this game and I'll get to <laughs> spend all that glory on murdering people.
3: But you will be rolling, so it means you'll have so much glory that it will be meaningless functionally. Yeah. But a, then everyone gets a, that glory. Well,
0: no, it, unless I'm running the game, in which case then they will be failing every roll. No matter how many guys they
3: roll.
1: That's fair um uh, but uh yeah so not directly to Knox themselves okay but you do have a like not a direct cell phone number but you have a dead drop that you know and this was a favor that you earned a long time ago so you're gonna be calling something in and sort of praying that it works mm-hmm you have a dead drop with Knox's chief lieutenant. Okay. Um who is an individual who just goes by the name Verity.
0: Verity. Hey. Um I know it's not the same Verity, but no. Yeah. This individual is as
1: as far as your connection goes is their chief lieutenant and number one informant. They're the person who knows everything. They are the feed of information that gives Knox their seeming omniscience.
3: All right. So this is... Just give me a reminder right now, sirs. How important is this?
0: Well... This is uh, the only way that we're going to get to cutting off the supply lines for a terrorist and traitor who is seeking to turn the Hive City into a right, demonically fine. infested hellhole. Fine.
3: Air problem? No, I can get a word to somebody in the group or in the in in the gang. Not right like it's not gonna be an immediate connection, but have, I can get word to someone.
0: We have other leads to follow as well, so while we wait. All right, what do we want to pass on then? Um, We are aware that there is currently a thorn in their side operating in their territory and offer our assistance in ridding them of it. As the best as I can think of, unless you can think of something better.
3: I don't know that they're going to take that bait because that Not take the bet, you know what I mean. Take us up on that, because I think I can make this work.
0: My assumption would be that they would rather they would rather other people risk their lives than their own people, based on the
3: absolutely. That's that's kind of how I'm going to phrase it. Is like, hey, we know you have this problem how about you give us everything that you have on them and let us deal with it then you don't have to come out into the light so to speak
4: yeah we'll punch them for you so you don't have to punch them
2: Alright. Aristarchus honestly looks at Tina with <clears throat> if he didn't have lenses over both of his ocular sockets, very wide eyes. Tina has suddenly realized some people might not want to be punching things all the time, which is very like
4: I don't understand why, but <laughs>
2: but, it happens, but but you've like, wrapped around yeah. but you've wrapped your head around like the fact that that might actually be true. Uh-huh. Yeah. For whatever level of absurdity it is, well, and he well, kind of just reaches up and pats you on your very power armor encrusted bicep.
0: Is that is uh, this something you can do on the way to wherever location of churches? Or oh, wait, no, I will nearby, probably
3: right? meet up with you because I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's not conveniently on the. No, way. you have a dead drop. That's a ways away.
0: Yeah. And we're right next to the church that we were investigating. So. I will
3: have to. I will have to
0: need a ride. In an hour. I'll Nina be back. Says,
3: huh?
1: Need a ride? The dwarf says.
3: No, I should. Um, I should just go handle this by myself. Better enough. If there's a bunch of people with me. Then odds of it being successful will probably go down.
2: Better enough.
0: All right, then we'll continue on. To, we'll continue on to our uh, scouting here. While well, you go handle that.
3: Yeah, all
0: right. Be safe. Keep in touch. I'll well,
3: do what I can. If, if 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 you don't hear from me, then assume that you heard from me and I was screaming.
4: Are you sure you don't want like I'll at be least fine. one person to come with you?
3: I'll be fine. Are you sure? Blair, I have, I, I, I have maneuvered my way through this space pl- for quite a long time, just like you. I'm fine. you sure? Yeah, I will head off. Right.
1: The rest of you, make your way towards the church. Uh... And it is.
0: Something, something, get me to the church on time.
1: It's big. It's a big church. Like, it, it, by like imperial standards, it's probably small to middling sized. But, like, by our standards, we're looking at like St. Paul's Cathedral.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Um, And, uh, as you, as you, as you pull up, um, Aristarchus, as you're wrapped with this, uh, Xenos's, or maybe Abhuman, it's hard to tell, they look very human, uh, as you're sort of wrapped with their technology, Mm -hmm. um, there's a moment that causes you even in your relative abandonment of the flesh to take an intake, a sharp inhale with the atavistic loathing that rises up as they hit a button and a machine seemingly acting on its own begins to rise off of the back of this bike and seems to communicate with the with the with the kin for a moment and you have to restrain yourself for a second as you realize no you're not looking at an abominable intelligence it's highly advanced machinery and robotics but it is not an ai as you realize that it is not actually communicating it is simply accepting orders but the line there Scares you for a second as you realize this technology is more advanced than you thought. Fox at a time.
2: He you... makes a little gesture in front of himself. Do you rest... have a lot? Uh, sorry, go on.
4: Do you have a lot more tin back with your people?
1: Oh, I we've got plenty of uh, solid machinery, weapons, equipment. All sorts of things, Uh, she says. She sort of adjusts a couple of things. For the rest of you, what you're looking at is it's almost like a floating, like, torso, head and shoulders. Like, it's got, like, the vague outline of the torso that looks very similar to the the design on uh, this individual's armor. And then the shoulders just sort of end in these two small repulsor knobs that just sort of seem to be carrying it in the air. And it has, like, a pair of very spindly mechanical arms that reach out off of its torso to grab things, and it has this sort of sleek golden dome for a head. It's completely featureless. No eyes, no face, no nothing. Um
2: oh, is it like Death Trap from Borderlands? Kind of. Well, uh I gauges gauges floaty robot that's mostly just like a tortilla chip. <laughs> kind of. Only it's more it's more of like a dome. It's okay.
1: I can I can actually get you a picture uh here we are that's what I'm looking for here we go in the slack channel those little floaty guys Okay. Cool. Yeah, oh, nice. This one, this one has like a pair of spindly arms that appear to be holding uh, like an Auspex tool of some kind, and then like a free hand.
0: Hmm. I appreciate how they're all conveniently hovering above piles of junk.
1: Yeah, that's how they. That's how they get the that's floating how, effect. That's they're how just, they hover. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, nice. They. They've done a really good job of not having to use too many of the just like basic clear bases. They yeah. they mostly just have like floating connection points.
0: Yeah, no, it does. Great, it's brilliant. I like it. It just, it does draw attention, but it's great.
2: Fun.
1: And yeah, this one, this one seems to like the the lower end of its torso seems to end in like a cable winch that it can like hook things onto.
0: The, the one on the left. Yeah,
1: basically. Only instead of a gun and a hammer, it's got like a tool and a free hand.
2: So after his initial sort of, like, hmm, heresy terror revulsion moment, Aristarchus wants to kind of look at this thing and try and sort of place it. Does it seem to be functioning kind of similar to his servo skulls for them?
1: Sort of, yeah. It seems to be a highly advanced servitor, the kind of thing that you would see on the scale of a servo skull. Okay. Um, it's machine spirit seems to be capable of accepting rudimentary commands very easily and, uh, seems to be able to perform various tasks.
2: Okay. So, yeah. So, so yeah, there, there is Ar- that Aristarch immediate... is kind of v- crawled into himself for a minute as this thing comes out and then has visibly, not entirely, but visibly relaxed after a moment.
1: And there there is that there is that momentary like oh no, it's the worst thing imaginable. <laughs>
7: right? And then
1: oh no, it's not quite that. These no, it's actually a Cthulhu, very interesting thing. And he's
2: on a leash and they're feeding him biscuits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but then it, it sort of it, it sort of hovers up and starts to, like, circle around the outside of the of the building. And she looks over at the rest of you. I figured it'd probably be worthwhile to get an aerial view, so I'm just going to have it
0: take a look around and report back. Appreciate it. Um, does this building seem occupied?
1: Uh, it appears to be completely abandoned, as far as you can tell.
0: Okay. So, I'm just going to head up to a door.
1: We walk out to one of these massive doors and push on it. It's heavy. Uh, you might be able to open it if you lean your entire weight into it.
0: I could I subtly use my brain to open it while I push. Do you have a... What's your
1: telekinetic powers?
0: Um, I have. Hang on. <laughs>
4: You also
2: have Tina right there. Look, I need to be impressed. Tina is probably being distracted by Aristarchus, who's going now. Uh, You know, I have a sail and a crush. You got Uh, a rib. You got a rib vault, and these bits are called flying buttresses. You see, and when the architecture comes in, that you've got these pointed arches. (laughs) As he goes into a dissertation on gothic architecture for T. No,
4: I'm not listening.
2: <laughs> um, a sail makes... is not the kind of controlled thing
1: that you're looking for. It would not be subtle. If you decided to try and sail the door open, it would be very much putting your hand on the door, and then the door goes, wham, all on its own.
7: Okay.
1: That
4: just sounds like butt, and that's I... pretty much the extent of my interest.
0: I was, I was, I was hoping I, like, <laughs> grab the edge of it and just shove and then make it wham open that way. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, now a will, sale is not a subtle power. I will. I will begin to push open the door, and then realize it's very heavy. And then look back over my shoulders. Uh, Tina, could you resist?
4: Yeah, with what?
0: This door. Uh huh. She's
4: standing there. <laughs>
2: the door I really wanted tina you. to be like what did it do <laughs>
4: right <laughs> i am helping no it didn't doors don't talk
0: <laughs> you, you uh, haven't you asked me... for
1: anything you just indicated the door
0: yeah <laughs> uh pl- please tell me there is a there is a there's like a servitor in this door <laughs> so i can like <laughs> prove doors it is, it do is... talk sometimes
1: <laughs> doors do talk sometimes this one does not have a servitor okay uh, could you help
0: open it tina yeah. Will you help open it?
4: If you ask, nicely. Please. She goes and opens the door.
1: <laughs> Roll me a strength test. I just want to see. Yeah. <laughs> or athletics.
4: I have nine dice in that. <laughs> And I got seven.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can shift that one if you want for anything.
4: Uh, I want to do it. Uh, just sort of gently. Sort of. Not gonna slam it open. I'm just gonna gently open it.
1: So Tina, Tina sort of walks over and flare. And uh, Tina's normally like a foot or two taller than you, not significantly taller for especially for an orc. In in the mega armor, they've added another like six inches to a foot of height, and so they, yes. they then further tower over you. Um as as uh they sort of walk over, and there's the, the like the whining of pistons and the release of steam catches as the arm as the armored arm sort of lifts up and then very slowly just <sighs> with one hand the door just slides open.
0: Thank you, Tina.
2: You're welcome. Aristarchus darts inside and starts looking for any sort of tech hookups where he can start to get a read on what this place is and any information we can find.
1: (laughs) As you step inside, you are greeted by what looks to be a thoroughly abandoned interior um, of the... uh, the 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 structure of this place, um, and as you walk inside, there is one very obvious thing that is wrong in this place. At the far end of the of the of the main room of this cathedral, there is normally a statue of usually a saint, the emperor a primarch, something to direct the place of reverence. In this place, it was a statue of the God-Emperor in his glory, in his height, at his in, in his glorious armor uh, with the halo behind him. That statue has been demolished from the waist up, and in its place has been erected a crude metal ring in the face of an eight pointed star.
0: So, Remy. Yeah. Good, I can make my sandwiches. You had
1: a. All things they're not an incredibly far distance away, but still a good distance away from where you were. Mm hmm. To find this dead drop that you had a long time ago. Um. In the hopes that it's still there. Right. Uh, and you find an old, abandoned uh, hab block, uh, walk inside, two doors down to the right, first hall, uh, last room that has the door kicked in, uh, walk in, find the what would have been the refrigeration unit open it uh and in the back where there's normally the power supply pull that f- pull that cover open and there's a nice uh interior stash where you can drop something
3: okay i am just scrolling out
2: um you're green and shape shifting into everybody? Just scrolling out.
3: <laughs> it's scroll. Scroll With an A dude. and a U, not or an A and a W, not a U.
0: Scroll a Bunga, dude.
3: <laughs> um <laughs> I am writing out, scribbling out. Just a just a quick um
2: ASL, you up? Motherfucker. Girl, what you wearing? (laughs) Um.
3: Understand you're having a territorial issue. Have people that may be able to help with that. If we can get some information. And I think that's where I'm leaving it. All right. Now roll me an awareness test.
0: (laughs) He's right behind him. He's he's right behind me, isn't
3: he? He's right behind me, isn't he? (laughs) Three. That would be delightful. Hmm? Excellent.
1: And
0: you get a glory because you rolled a six on your... On your wrath die. Jeremy has now given us the only two glory we have. That bodes well. That used to be useful
3: with dice. This is strange to me.
0: I'm sure it will end soon. So you're not
3: <laughs> <And> taking poorly. <laughs> the,
1: the awareness that you have grants you there's a there's a moment when the hairs on the back of your neck raise. And you have a moment to recognize that something is about to happen when you hear the voice. Sourceless. Completely
3: everywhere and nowhere. Instinctually. Echoing and uh,
1: whispering at the same time. Oh, dear Remi.
6: You led them straight into a trap.
7: If you wanted them
6: dead, all you needed to do was say so, little lost lamb. And the worst part? Even if they survive the lovely trap we've laid, they will suspect you, won't they? After all, you did disappear right before you handed them into a demon's embrace.
3: Take another quick look around, make sure there's nobody that I can see. Nope. I'm gonna be clear is this. I'm assuming this. Yeah. Is this voice familiar?
1: Vaguely? Like, maybe you've heard it in some of your more particularly addled dreams that you might have had in your past. Okay. It's not human.
3: Right. It is something wrong. I'm going to... I know this is not what it's called, but it's the only thing that... It's what constantly comes to mind. I'm going to activate my link, pearl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And all that comes
1: through your Vox beat is static.
3: Vox! All right. (sighs) I slam the thing shut. And uh, yeah, he takes off, takes out right till keeping the line open until he can actually hear something.
1: Mm-hmm. And you're just running back towards the church
3: in that general direction. Yes. Yeah.
2: Meanwhile, the rest of you, do I need to make a scholar roll to identify what sort of heresy? You I'm don't. Staring you down don't have barrel? to roll to uh, identify okay. the eight
1: pointed star of chaos. At least you don't, anyway. Oh, dear. Do I see that? As (laughs) the group of you enter the church, uh, Ema is, like, right behind you about to walk in when the door slams on its own.
5: All light dies. Sword out. out. Gun out.
7: Yep, gun out. Oh,
1: there is an echoing cackling that begins to ring throughout the interior.
4: Can I turn on <laughs> my flamethrower so, like, we just get, like...
1: <laughs> the flickering the of the fire is like a match in absolute darkness. There is a fleeting, primalistic comfort from it, but it extends no further than a few inches from you.
0: Um, I would like to use a free uh, instant action to do the sinusience real quick. Sure. (laughs) Mechanically, I have to do this.
5: Sure, why not? I I will do the same thing. Seven.
1: You sense the presence of the warp, both of you.
0: Yeah. uh, Is this darkness a active psychic power? It's more like a devouring of light. It's not really like a power so much. is there something that I could deny the witch? You could try. Uh so yeah, uh I'm going to try to deny the witch and let's we'll see what happens. Uh I'm going to spend a glory for bonus.
5: I believe in you. Don't.
3: I don't. So DN is two uh, plus the
7: something
0: about the target ability. Uh, uh, Two plus the DN of the target ability. So whatever the ability might be whether if it has a DN to devour the light. Um, two plus that. Yep. Uh, so that's four. I'm going to spend a wrath just to re-roll those other two just in case. No. Four mm-hmm. and a complication. Which is a complication on a psionic master. It is. Oh
1: that
0: boy. That means
1: it's time to peril the warp.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. I believe that means I roll
3: time a D66.
2: What? I'm very Peril? excited Harold's perils I'm the I'm
3: very excited I am not present. <laughs> all right. It's uh, it is time to,
7: turn to roll.
1: roll. It is time to roll on Harold's
3: <laughs> Listen.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's appropriate that that, that this being War, uh, Warhammer 40k and everything being backwards, that I'm the person who doesn't die mm. in the TPK. Mm.
2: That would be in interesting D66. for a change. Which is on the combat? There's there's like a button for that, right?
1: Yes. There's a it's a button looks like two D sixes next to each other.
3: 51.
4: Ooh, I don't know
3: what this means. to <laughs> sees the church explode from a distance, like, <laughs> Yep, off
0: planet. Now, the fun thing is if in whatever universe four is enough, it would still cancel whatever the power was. So
1: the darkness seems to flicker for a second. And. In the briefest moment you see a figure tall and live with a face that is both beautiful and horrific. Perfectly sculpted, smooth with sharp dagger-like teeth, skin that is a mottled pinkish gray. Hands that end in almost crab-like claws, massive pincers that seem to curl in on themselves, hair that ends in tendrils that seem to flow and move on their own, long digitigrade legs that bend backwards at the knee, dressed only in what appears to be a like chain like honestly a horrific horror reimagining of like leia's chainmail bikini from star wars uh this figure seems both masculine and feminine all at once strangely alluring and terrifying uh it seems to possess a body that is seem almost like divided in halves between male and female the left side there is a single breast the left side a bare pectoral uh or the right side a bare pectoral uh and it moves with an unnatural grace and you see that for just a second before the darkness consumes again and in the aftermath of that your peril is life drain a numbing cold washes out from you leeching the very life essence of those nearby every living creature within 25 meters which is all of you immediately suffers 1d3 shock and all lesser life forms plants, avians, insects, etc wither and die
0: oh no
2: does that include the demon? no Damn. <laughs> it's a life form so we take 1d3 shock you said yes does that include me me or no? Yes, it does include you.
4: Okay.
1: So you all take two shock. Two. As the oh,
0: heat oh, in the area... Shock.
1: Okay, got it. As the, as the heat in the area almost seems to leech out and you feel an unnatural cold, as if your very life essence is seeping out of you.
2: I have a quick question. Except for of course Remy. Mm. How
4: many shots are we taking right
7: now?
2: 2. 2.
4: Well, that's not good. Okay. Yes, Mara. Um How many shots can minion take?
1: <laughs> uh minion is a Gretchen, so
4: Yeah, I don't I don't know stats. I have a sheet for them, but I never put stats in there. Or I don't know where to find them
1: uh hang on he has the he has the profile of a grot oh okay uh he has three shock, so he drops one oh, shock
4: okay we're the we're buddies okay <laughs> we're fine
1: this is fine <laughs> we're buddies
5: johnny yes that description of um scary bitch in the corner over there um is that exactly what Loroel thinks it is? Uh, oh, yeah. You recognize a Daemonette of Slaanesh, yes. Do
1: I recognize it? Almost certainly, but roll me Scholar, just in case you f- somehow crit fail. Ooh, Me too. Hmm. You you have a higher DC, but yes, you can roll Scholar. I don't know this. Five. five. Mm-hmm. Also five. Yeah, both, of, both of you recognize a Daemonette of Slanesh. Hmm. one of the one of the agents of the ruinous powers.
0: So I feel like in the attempt to deny a witch, what happened there was um there was a, there was that 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 light receding was actually caused by a flash of like intense blue flame that just sort of erupts from both of Sarah's eyes as the eye patches flies off. Um so the light flickers and then comes back. And then in the dar- as the darkness returns, just Stamps the force staff down. Um, and, uh, 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 um, in the name of the order Malleus, show no mercy to our foe. Uh, just demand, uh, just sort of going very full order, like, 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 uh, commander mode, uh, uh, because there's a demon in front of us and it needs to die. (laughs) So, we will begin a combat
1: in the theater of the mind. And the demon didn't take shock damage because demons don't take shock.
0: Man, fuck demons. So just two wounds is what you're saying. No, no, <laughs> no.
1: they ignore shock. Definitely not Damn. fuck demons.
2: Oh, is that a rule?
3: <laughs> yes. Don't fuck Especially not these demons. At least in Warhammer. In d d re- go for it. I was going to say, I respectfully disagree
5: for just about every system.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah dnd go through the throat <laughs> just
2: go for it so look you start at centaurs and you work your way up right julia <laughs> got the sonic rings knocked out <laughs> so
1: it begins in the beginning of the battle the demonette's battle cry feature disquieting creature and quicksilver swiftness begins uh Anyone that can see or hear the Demonette must pass a DN3 fear test. <clears throat> What's I that? Will... So this is this is the time to actually uh discuss fear. So in the I believe it's in the Conditions.
2: Yeah, so fear. Ah, so after the terms.
7: Mm.
1: You're going to roll a resolve test. Each of you. Mm-hmm. The DN is good.
0: These not go good good at poorly that. at all. I, I, I believe I believe
5: I have bonuses to this. Hang on, uh, Shani, for your notes, I have a plus one <laughs> for this. You have a plus what? I have a plus one DN for this. Oh yes, because oh. It's Slanesh specifically. Yes. Wait,
4: is this is this a psychic power?
5: Uh, not
1: exactly. What's, okay. the, what's the full text of that?
4: Uh, the Purity of faith, you and any allies within 15 meters gain plus double rank bonus dice to corruption tests, which that's that's not this. Um, you gain plus double rank bonus dice to any test to resist the effects of a psychic power.
0: Uh, yeah, that's not quite it.
4: Okay. Figured I'd ask. Uh, where's resolve?
0: Because I'm a member of the Ordo uh, I get plus one conviction. Which. Uh, no, I just uh, have a plus a one. Test. Does conviction affect fear checks? I forget. Uh, conviction is.
1: Conviction is how you resist corruption, not fear. Okay.
5: Oh, there's resolve. Uh,
4: I have one die in this. It's going to go great. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's gone great so far.
4: Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Wow.
5: Yep. Mm.
4: Uh, I'd like to spend a wrath. Let's do that. Let's spend the very you need, quickly. You can, so I, will, five... I will say now,
1: you need three successes on one die. You can't oh, get
4: Oh, okay. Between never mind. five people, there were a that. total
3: of
0: two successes. Because we don't have a lot of resolve at tier one. No. Um, oh, I get it. It's equal so, to your so,
3: willpower minus
1: one, so none of you have that much willpower right now. Yeah. No,
0: so what's three. next? Um, I, will, I will spend my second wrath to try to re-roll that. I have a chance. I didn't get it. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> In fact, I rolled the same thing.
3: So, listen, when it's your time to go...
0: <laughs> it's your time to go. I, I'm right now I'm just deciding if I'm bringing in a weird boy or if I'm bringing in an Eldari basically. So the
1: uh there's two parts to this. Uh suffer af- so so first off you are all afraid. There is an atavistic primal sense of terror in your mind. Even you the logical Aristarchus feel yourself shaking. If Sometimes you fail things are test, so
2: wrong, they're scary. <laughs> yeah. If you fail a fear test, you suffer
1: plus two difficulty to all tests. This penalty lasts until the end of the scene or until an ally passes a leadership test of DN2 plus the source of the fear value. So DN5 to try and shake someone out of it. A being that causes fear is immune to fear and the intimidation interaction attack
0: cool is it then is it is it leadership test per person or just for the group
1: uh i believe it's i believe an individual has to use a leadership test to try and shake one target out you have to you have to direct your leadership
0: so like you have to do a leadership test for yourself and then for aristarchus and then for blair and then for laurel like they have to go down the line you probably want to prioritize yes Wow. And
1: also more than one person can do leadership tests. Yeah. Although let me double check and see if there is a if there is an area on that. One second. Because there may be.
0: Skills. I would feel like rallying the troops is a thing you can do to everyone, but I've been wrong about these things before.
1: 199 Uh, people who have put talents into it can rally more than one person at a time. Talents or skill rating? Talents, like people who have bought talents to be better at leadership, will be able to do that to more people.
0: Okay, okay. So none of us. We all do leadership tests on ourselves.
1: I mean, yeah, you can try and rally yourself by trying to do a leadership test on yourself.
0: Um, question is: Is that that ability is that just at the start of combat, or is that the beginning of every round if we're not already? That's the here.
1: that's the beginning of the fight. Okay. Also, there's more to it. <laughs>
2: also, but wait, oh, wait, there's more. There's more. There were not two parts here:
1: fun,
3: disquieting wait, creature more.
1: and quicksilver swiftness. The demonet then acts first in the initiative <laughs> order, as though they had seized the initiative.
0: Oh, good! I mean, yay! We can't see his initiative back, we?
6: No.
1: So there's a there's a horrendous laughter that echoes through the room as this creature in the dark begins to circle, and you hear ah.
6: A daughter of our creators. You will be a glorious feast for the prince.
5: Loruel, what's your defense? Oh, boy. Um, not good, Bob. Uh, two. <laughs> I appreciate the reference.
7: <laughs> 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 <coughs> uh.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my oh, god!
5: No. <laughs> okay, what, Julia, what are
3: you playing next? <laughs>
5: well, I have six resilience.
7: Okay. You do.
5: So. That's something. Now we
0: see what the damage is. Cause that's ten extra di- that's ten extra dice. So
1: these claws have one AP, so your resilience is reduced to five.
0: Huh. What's the base damage? Mm. That's twelve damage. Okay. Uh was that with all the extra. Oh, wait, oh, I-, I
1: haven't I haven't done any of those <laughs> shifts. <laughs> I didn't need to. Okay. How many below uh uh if you hit if you hit your max, you just hit your max. How many below for dead? If you go under, you're down. Any yeah, you're wound? down. Um, hang on a minute. What is what is total annihilation? One second.
0: Total
3: annihilation. <laughs> First of <laughs> all, that, that is by dead. far my favorite term for insta dead.
2: <laughs> total annihilation. Because I'll, I'll be I'll be frank with you, Laura. got four wounds and three shock. E. Total annihilation is what my mom called it when I finished my breakfast cereal in the morning. <laughs>
0: That similar effect right here. If you suffer more wounds than your maximum wounds, you are dying. You are on the verge of expiration, unable to move so, or fight. To properly. to
1: instantly annihilate you would have to be more than twice your maximum wounds. Okay, which we're good. they are. No, <laughs> oh, it's wait, only okay. seven. Okay. It would need to be eight in one in one blow to instantly kill you.
4: Very close. <laughs> the
1: Lorwell drops like a sack of bricks. So yeah, all of you, as you're shaking here in the dark, just hear this voice and then a blur of motion passes by and what little you can see, and there's a... And Lorowell falls.
7: Yep.
2: All of you get to go now. It's the only thing in the room. See? Aristarchus is going to jump on Lorowell and try and restore some wounds. Mm.
0: If this had been... You know, if we'd been Tier 2, we might have stood a chance.
2: (laughs) Um, I'll be fine.
3: <laughs> you will. He's
2: just you murmuring will. quietly You're under good. his breath.
0: You'll just leave. He'll be like, "Yep, nope, this plan is done." Bye. You demon. Very nice. Uh,
1: you need three. So, how many shifts are you gonna make? Well, extra moves? I'm
2: frightened, right? So that oh, goes yeah, so up by two. Four. You need so five. Need, yeah, five. need five. Um. So there's three shifts available. Right there, I think one, two, three. Oh no, wait! One, two. there's two shifts available. You know what? Fuck it, I'm spending a wrath. Now there are one. Now two, there are three shifts. Now available. Now there are three
1: shifts available. Yes.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and he's just gonna pump all of that into uh into restoring Laura Well's wounds.
1: So you can't go over your max wounds. Uh, so you're at you're at four wounds taken. So you restore four wounds, so you're back yeah. to full.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aristarchus just whips out that medical mechadendrite and Lorel, well, as you're laying there, you just feel it jam into uh, your rib cage initially and then there are a series of other punctures and injections at various points along that entire side and you feel a rush of chemicals into you. And something has stimulated your physiology to a point. <laughs> There, there is a...
5: And she sits up.
0: I, I I, assume because this is a trap and the door's closed, we can't do an inglorious retreat.
2: And as you sit up, Loruel, Aristarchus looks at you, and then there's that very sort of almost Goonies-esque, where he just... Ah! <laughs> I apologize for spiking everybody's mic. Uh, it it got cut
0: out by Zoom, so we didn't hear. It.
2: There you go. No. <laughs> Zoom got us covered. Yeah, thanks, Zoom. Hmm. Anyway, that's Aristarchus' turn. Knock yep. yourselves out, everybody.
0: Uh, I'm going to.
1: So, uh, one thing uh, immediately, Laura if you could roll me a D six.
5: Oh boy, uh, never like those words, but okay like a d6 two
1: so the heat of this strike has delivered a focused burn across your face where you normally have scars there is a there is a set of like burnt out tissue that is now like have you seen like like old burn wounds on people it looks like that right now you have gained a memorable injury
0: i'd like to go next uh question since you got dying and then back sprung back up are you still afraid uh yes okay
2: No, because it lasts
3: like until, until the end die, of the scene or the
2: leadership role
3: yeah i feel like if you die even if you come back your fear is not healed yeah yeah um, i would i
0: I know you'd like to go next. I'd like to go next so I can try go to get it. some people uh, remove that debuff from some people. Go for it. Uh, specifically, I would like to remove that debuff from Tina. Uh, <laughs>
7: Excellent. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. I would like to make Appreciate a test against Tina. So your DN is five. Okay. Well, uh, good. I have four mean- dice for this.
1: And you've used one of your two glory.
0: I've yeah, I'm gonna spend the other I'm gonna spend the other glory for this. Actually, uh what can you do what can you do when you spend glory? Are there other things that you can do? Can you So the things you can do with glory. Auto clear uh,
1: fear.
4: <laughs> increase dice pool.
1: You can increase the dice pool, you can increase the damage of a successful hit, you can increase the severity of a critical hit, or you can seize the initiative.
0: Okay. So yeah, then I will just spend it to increase the dice pool by one. Wow, what's the uh, what's the what's, wrath? What's what's
2: I don't have any. I spent oh, spent, yeah.
0: Um, what's the
2: what's? No, the... no, wrath, not glory. Yes, wrath. I spent. Both. Oh, okay, you spent that as well. Okay, never mind. I think I spent both. I only
1: spent one, as far as I know. Spent
2: one.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought I'd spent both. Well, I'll spend my I'll spend my last one. Bye. hey what exactly what you needed. So, yeah. uh, so what, do you, what do you say to rally Tina? So I will. Uh, so seeing Tina being unusually afraid, I will take that four staff, whirl it over my head and just whack Tina in the back of the knee. <laughs> and then when that gets a reaction, here's the fight okay. you've been looking for. <laughs> okay. We're gonna just use the combination of slight pain from a four staff hit and indication of fight <laughs> to to rally Gina.
5: Yep.
4: Julia, do you want to go first?
5: No, go for it.
4: Okay. The ah! it, go for it. I'm going to try and do as much damage as orcishly possible. Um, as
2: orcishly possible. Yeah. Hell yeah
4: uh right. so here
1: gonna... here is here is where i tell you about the hitch in trying to fight a demonette
4: damn it okay.
1: it has an it has a trait known as the allure of slanesh attack tests made against demonets use willpower as their attribute Fuck. range attacks oh, use no. ballistic skill willpower melee attacks use weapon skill willpower
5: Fuck. we have we have we have categorically really good willpower amongst this group mm. and and, and psychic abilities just I mean just... we already use abilities are always willpower okay
4: okay
0: is that true of the orcs are orcs allured by slanesh
1: that is their power darn it it's less that they're alluring, even with what the ability says. It's more that their presence worms its way into your mind, and you have to fight their influence on you to even attack them.
0: Your willpower might be low, but your ballistic skill is high. <laughs> <I
4: hope. laughs> uh, let me look at my things here. It's pretty good. It's a three, you know? Hey, that's it's decent.
6: That's for I'll try ice. it. <laughs>
4: plus it does pretty good damage so we're going to do that one um
0: if it's a (laughs) flamethrower hang
4: on let me look Uh, can I show it on here for me uh, No,
0: I I, I like to think that right now Aristarchus is is, um, what's the the character from Deltarune chapter 2 the uh the salesman What? Why is the name? of So Sp- I am gonna Fam- try and Spamton. Yeah, Spamton G. Spamton, just like face, like like weird smile, jaw open far too wide, screaming loudly. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh hmm so I am gonna try and shoot this thing, even though I'm bad at it. Um, and I'm trying to remember what Salvo does because I have.
1: If you expend one of your three ammunitions. Yeah. Correction, if you spend the ammunition that is currently loaded in the gun, okay, you can add its salvo rating as bonus dice to your attack.
4: Excellent. I would like to do that. Uh, my salvo rating for anything is up by one because I like shooting a lot.
1: <laughs>
4: it's increased by rank, so it's increased by one.
1: By two, actually.
4: Two. Oh, yeah, because we're rank two now. So it's normally a salvo rating of uh, three, is that correct?
1: Question William, William.
4: The big shooter. Uh,
1: the big shooter does have a salvo rating of three. So if you okay. use so with your, so your ability it would be salvo five. rating of five. Yeah. So if Excellent. you want to if you want to unload that gun into this demonette, you get five bonus dice. Uh,
0: Hell yes. William question. Yes. Uh, does the leadership test against fear count as a social role? Uh, it does, in fact. So I should have had two more dice on that roll.
1: You want to roll them?
0: Let's see if I wouldn't have needed to spin that wrath. I wouldn't have needed to spin that wrath. No, oh, no, I would, I would, I would still have. You to, still would, would have. You would, would you would have, have needed one. to get a six and one more success in there. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I would have gotten another icon then. Um. So I would have two icons. Can I? Could I shift one of those icons then? Sure. You want to add a glory in? Yeah. Add a glory back in. Or I will say this uh-huh. you can either
1: add a glory in or shift to affect another target.
0: I would like to affect another target. Uh, I would like to who, affect. Who else would you like to affect? Uh, Laurel, who can't be outshone by the orc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Laurel, you are
1: also lifted. Unfeared. From the <laughs>
4: okay let's see here it's
0: because I get my uh, I get my, I get my rank bonus dice to do social tests in which I invoke my inquisitorial master which I did at the beginning of the fight yep
4: <laughs> there's not a way to change the attack to willpower
1: uh, so what you're going to do is just roll, so go none? to, uh, hang on a minute. Uh, so yeah.
0: add, add all your bonus dice, then subtract the difference between your agility and your willpower from the bonus dice. And that will mathematically mm-hmm. do
1: what, it. What you're, what you're actually going to do is instead you're going to go to your skills Ooh. tab. Yep. And you're going to change ballistic skill from agility to willpower.
0: And... and then add your five
1: bonus dice and then roll that test. Ballistic skill. Okay. Ballistic
0: skill. I need mean, that too, but I think agility. that doesn't work because you're still rolling from the combat screen because the combat yeah you have
1: to roll from the skill page rather than the combat
4: page. Oh, okay. All right. So, skill page, ballistic skill. I get five bonus die here. Click out. Roll. Oh, that's a terrible roll. I'm gonna wrath.
2: Hey, go. <laughs> There we go.
4: Eleven.
1: Uh, So you can shift both of those exalted icons if you want.
4: Hell yeah. Um,
1: Into, I'm assuming, more damage.
4: Yep. Let's do that.
1: So then go ahead and add... uh, So that is your big shooter. Yep. Uh, Add... To the DBD section, add two dice.
4: Two,
1: two also dice. Big Shooter is a wall weapon. Yeah. Uh oh, you had an extra die on there. Roll another D six.
4: Sure, sure.
1: Okay, it didn't change anything. If it was another six, you could have shifted it again.
4: Okay. All right. Five, two, okay. Damage. All right, 14 damage.
1: Demonettes are fragile. However, I am going to invoke their ruin ability, their determination. I am mm. going to spend one of these ruin. Down to 7 Ruin now. And then it is going to roll. That's oh, its Determination dice. 4d6. It drops 4 of that damage. Uh, 5 of that damage. That One of those is a 6. Yep. <clears throat> and its Resilience is 5 so at nine it takes four wounds okay which ouch good on you
4: Tina's yelling incomprehensible things
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> magnificent mm-hmm. who would like to go next You're muted. Oh, you're uh, muted.
6: Julia, whatever you're you muted.
3: said
1: did not come through. You might be muted on that end. i myself,
6: sorry.
3: There you are.
5: I would like to go next. Do it. Uh, so...
7: <laughs>
5: okay, having experience fighting these fuckers... <laughs> um... Psycher abilities around them. Bad? Good? Honestly, just... the best way to fight them. Honestly, best way to fight them. Cool. Cause it doesn't It doesn't get hindered
1: at all. You're still working on your willpower. You're still working on the things that you can do.
0: Okay. Except cool, for the DNA cool. increasing if you're afraid. But you're not afraid anymore.
5: So, we're going to roll Smite. So, Lorwell's going to... Uh... Smile at Aristarchus. Thank you. You're going to die, and then fire a lightning bolt from her right hand.
2: Aristarchus definitely thinks she was talking She was talking to him.
1: <laughs> Alright, roll your psychic mastery test. Ooh. Do you have wrath left to spend because you're very
5: close to hitting it? I have one, because I fulfilled my Oh, yes, you yes! did. <sighs> You're one off. Ah, great. It's defense of six. Well, I'm okay with that because there was no bad results from using that psychic ability.
7: Yeah.
1: So, it, uh, you launch this blast of Eldritch energy at it, and almost freedom naturally, it Dips and bends in ways that no mortal body should be able to. And this blast of energy just careens past it.
5: Who's next? Laura will also get to her feet.
1: I think the only person left is
2: Blair. Blair, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, Blair would like to go. Um, we forgot to put the stats for my new gun in.
2: Oh,
1: yes. Uh, you have a long last.
7: Yes.
0: Um, I mean, if you want, you could do a leadership test to make somebody else not afraid.
2: I would like to hurt this. Fair. <laughs> that seems uh, Just go ahead
6: Logical. and roll a ballistic
1: skill test with your willpower. Entirely fair.
6: With my willpower? Yeah, so... How do, how do I do that?
2: Okay, so hang on. The be... agility drop-down menu across from ballistic skill, uh, just change yeah. that to willpower. Okay and then hit that first die icon. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
1: do It's a miss. Uh, fortunately, uh, you have a long last, which means it's reliable, which means it ignores the first complication that happens with it.
6: Oh,
2: good! So you, you can move... spend Wrath if you want to try and hit it. Mm. Yeah. You're only two off, and that would re-roll five yeah. dice.
1: Yeah. Three off. Yeah, I...
2: Three off, but yeah. Or Oh, that's right. Defense is for some reason I thought defense was five. Hmm.
1: Um, I would like to do that though. Hit the reroll button. There's it's in the, the chat,
2: button. The in the chat, the blue one at the bottom. Hmm. Oh,
6: sorry, that's why I couldn't find it.
2: Hey
7: Yeah.
2: That's a hit. Uh
1: one, two, you can shift one of those for extra damage. Okay. Uh, Let's so go ahead and roll 2d6 for your extra damage dice. Just 2d6
4: total?
2: Yeah. Or... Okay. Hey. Nice!
1: Okay, so it normally does 10 damage, and now it has uh, 3 more, so 13 damage. we am going to spend another wrath to roll for the the roll uh, determination or another ruin rather 46 it only stops one of it
3: nice uh,
1: and again it's resilience is 5 so that's 7 damage coming through ow that ain't good
3: I think as the uh, as the PCs, we respectfully disagree. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I like Remy on the outside of this church offering the sports commentary from the booth. We appreciate your work, sir. And For the Blair, folks at home. Will,
7: <laughs>
6: Blair, will just stare this demon down
7: and say, "I've seen better."
1: Uh, and then I need to make a roll for your friend on the outside.
3: Um, I hate to be the bear. Is Blair still
0: scared or? Uh, yeah, that means the DN goes up by two, which still I, hits. They still hit. Which means that's two less. I'm just saying yeah.
3: that that's two less. Two that's less damage, less and... yeah, that's that's yeah. one less damage than it would have taken.
1: Yeah. Uh, because he wouldn't have been able to make that shift. Uh. Okay. Now you need to make a room for your friend on the outside.
2: Is, what's Remy doing, by the way? Remy's still running, I assume. Okay. okay.
5: <laughs> Sounds <Yep>. good. <laughs> Remy's moving.
2: <laughs> Remy is doing his best Eric Little.
4: <laughs> oh, no, I figure Remy's
6: just leaving the planet at this point.
2: One, I like guys. I like to think of Remy with that one, garish shirt tearing two, three, through the hive with Vangelis playing in the background. Five, six, six. Chariots of Fire theme all, right, all can, the way.
1: Hang on, we get an extra two D6. That's exactly a hit, actually. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. So what? one of the one of the uh like stained glass windows that had been until uh. this point completely blackened by shadow shatters inward as there is a sound like a railgun going off. Because, in fact, a railgun is going
3: off. No. Oh, okay. uh,
1: as a burst of light penetrates the darkness and the darkness is lifted for a moment as this shell passes through and punches into this demonette who is still going to roll their resilience but that's gonna hurt a lot I'm we'll gonna stave off two of it it's a lot of damage they just took they're not looking great but it's their turn again um okay uh it looks around at itself
6: I will bring at least one of you with me into the prince's
1: embrace. And it lashes out at both Tina and Lorel. Well. Uh, this is going to increase the DN of its attacks by two. Uh, so whatever your whatever uh, your defense is, add two to it. Or,
4: then total.
0: It doesn't try to. It doesn't try to lash out at me. No. Okay.
1: It's specifically aiming for. The one who is most physically imposing to it and the one who is an L-bar. Gotcha.
4: Little does it know that this is all, like, sheep wool situation.
1: (laughs) So it just hits Tina. Yep. And it misses Loruel. Excellent. So that's 13 damage coming at Tina with a minus one to your AP. So your whatever your resilience is, minus one.
4: Okay, so that's 10 then. So I take so three.
1: Three wounds coming at you.
4: Well, that's fine then. I'm still good.
0: <laughs> Who would like to go next? Um, I would like to go next. Because there's still people right. that have fear effects on them. Uh, I would like to continue trying to rally rally the people that do damage. No, I'm going to rally player. With my bonuses to this, because I have rank two now.
7: Huzzah.
0: Uh, That's short, and
1: unfortunately...
0: I'm out of stuff. Now you're at the... Uh, yep. hang on. We do have. Uh, I'm not gonna spend a glory because I would have to get an exalted icon and, uh, someone else could potentially use that to shoot it. So, that's my turn. I try and fail. Fe- it's just too dark and I'm stumbling and <laughs> I'm also fe- feared still, so.
5: Um,. I'd like to go next, if unless anyone anyway, has any objections.
3: Go right. for it. Uh-huh. well, go.
5: We're gonna try that smite again. Hell yeah! That's a hit. All right, Cool, cool, cool.
1: Roll your D three, or is it what is the mortal wounds on smite? Deep,
0: on. Just one D three mortal wounds. Yeah, one yep. D three
1: mortal wounds. I'm gonna roll. It can. It can try and soak mortal wounds with determination. So it's gonna try. I'm gonna drop another ruin. It only soaked one. It only had one wound left.
5: Yeah.
1: Well, how do you want to do this?
5: So seeing her I allies can soak wounds. Uh, Yes,
1: demons can so can roll determination against mortal ones.
5: Seeing the the railgun old light that just happened, and seeing everything, watching Tina get attacked, Laura well just stabs her sword into the ground, holsters her her gun again, and then just sort of like anime protagonist aims <laughs> hand, and then straight into the chest of this thing. Yeah, a
1: bolt of eldritch lightning just blasts out of your hand and punches through a clean hole directly through the torso of this eldritch being and it falls, it begins to limp backwards and sort of staggers on its feet and looks directly into your eyes, Loruel. Even if you
6: win this your kind is doomed
1: you can never
6: escape the prince
1: could i interrupt and it, it with the force begins, staff like mid and it, and it, and it just falls and dissipates and just fades from reality almost like dust disappearing on the wind
5: she will reach up and just cradle the the wound on her face. I'm going to be the Eldari to drive a a sword through your prince's heart. And it's at that point the door is
1: kicked open and uh, uh, Ema, carrying that big heavy rifle that she just fired, comes stomping in as light returns to the room.
5: Fucking Warp Spawn! I just have this image of door kicked in everybody's guns. <laughs> yeah,
4: kind of. I mean, sort of still running on adrenaline.
1: Has the fear receded then yes, from everybody? Yes, it, it is the end of the encounter. The fear has faded.
0: Eye patch goes back down okay. quickly.
1: Uh, and as you all take a breath, uh, and try and take in what the hell just happened. Uh, that is where we will end for the week.
0: Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Good dinosaur story. Bye.